no one can serve two masters. He will either hate the one and love the other, or be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you shall eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap. They gather nothing into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are not you more important than they? Can any of you by worrying add a single moment to your lifespan? Why are you anxious about clothes? Learn from the way the wildflowers grow. They do not work or spin, but I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was clothed like one of them. If God so clothes the grass of the field, which grows today and is thrown into the oven tomorrow, will he not much more provide for you, O oh, you of little faith? So do not worry and say, What are we to eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what are we to wear? All these things the pagans seek. Your heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given you besides. Do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Sufficient for a day is its own evil. This is Medjinomics with a friend of Medjugorje. A lot of people who have gone to Medjugorje have turned to thinkers. Contemplation. What kind of world do we have now? What about the world we used to know? It's changed. And it's changing so rapid, we can't keep up what's happening. Before McDonald's hamburger... There was another chain. It was called Burger in a Hurry. And when we were teenagers, we would drive up and eat a hamburger in the parking lot. It was a good time, beautiful time. Time of innocence. That's gone away. The love that used to be there is becoming extinct. Those of you who live that period of innocence, you can relate to this song coming up. Burgers and fries and cherry pies It was simple and good back then Walking in the sand hand in hand Never thinking that it could end And it was burgers and fries and cherry pies In a world we used to know Changes come and go had our share, I know Now it seems we don't have time for love anymore All the things we used to say Little things we did each day Oh, I long to do the things that we did before And it was burgers and fries and cherry 
Eyes, it was simple and good back then Walking in the sand, hand in hand Never thinking that it could end And it was burgers and fries and cherry pies In a world we used to know well, I'm still the same only That's all I'll ever be I'd like to think same old you We lost something down the line I wish we both could find Lord, I'd like to do The things that we used to do And it was burgers and fries and cherry pies It was simple and good back then Walking in the sand, hand in hand, never thinking that it could end. It was burgers and fries and cherry pies in a world we used to know. Burgers and fries and cherry pies. Oh, it was so simple back then. I can say the same thing. And many of you listening to this can say the same thing. Everything was so simple, so beautiful. Life was a joy. From that time, we could never recognize the world as it is today. But the Bible gives us signs. The signs of the times. I'm 100% that we are in a biblical moment. A couple of days ago, We had a terrible earthquake. Thousands and thousands of people died, both in Syria and Turkey. The decline of morals in the world, it is a level that we never have seen before. Not even in history. That's not my opinion. We've heard recently to Pope Benedict, the abomination of desolation. Pope Benedict revealed this. If that's the case, what about the rest of the whole world? In the book of Matthew, Jesus says to his disciples, Do you not see all these things? I thought he's saying that now. Look at the signs, the earthquakes, the wars, and the rumors of war, hatred, lawlessness. The list goes on and on. So let's just slice this little piece out of the Bible and you listen to it very carefully. Then Jesus went out and departed from the temple, and his disciples came up to show him the buildings of the temple. Do you not see all these things? Assuredly, I say to you, not one stone shall be left here upon another that shall not be thrown down. Now as he sat on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, when will these things be? And what will be the sign of your coming and of the end of the age? Take heed that no one deceives you. 
for many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will deceive many. And you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not troubled, for all these things must come to pass. But the end is not yet, for nation will rise against nation, and kingdom against kingdom, and there will be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes in various places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. Then they will deliver you up to tribulation and kill you, and you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake, and then many will be offended, will betray one another, and will hate one another. Then many false prophets will rise up and deceive many, and because lawlessness will abound, the love of many will grow cold, but he who endures to the end shall be saved. And this gospel of the kingdom will be preached in all the world as a witness to all the nations, and then the end will come. Therefore, when you see the abomination of desolation spoken of by Daniel the prophet, standing in the holy place, whoever reads, let him understand. Then let those who are in Judea flee to the mountains, let him who is on the housetop not go down to take anything out of his house, and let him who is in the field not go back to get his clothes. But woe to those who are pregnant and to those who are nursing babies in those days, and pray that your flight may not be in winter or on the Sabbath, for then there will be great tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time, no, nor ever shall be. And unless those days were shortened, no flesh would be saved. But for the elect's sake, those days will be shortened. You just heard the words out of the Bible. There will be great tribulations, such as has never been since the beginning of the world until this time. What's happening right now has happened since the beginning of the world. It's incredible. Our lady said, April 4th, 1985, quote, has never been in history from the beginning of the world. It matches everything perfectly to the scriptures. So Our Lady said, I wish to keep on giving you messages as it has never been in history from the beginning of the world. Our Lady said, December 31st, 1981, talking about her son, he saved the world. And then she adds these words. Every day I pray to my son to forgive the sins of the world. He's already saved the world. Now our day has to come because the age we're living in now. January 25th, 1987, our lady said, A great plan for the salvation of mankind. Why would she say that? Why does she have a great plan for the world? Because you just heard it in the scriptures. May 2nd, 1982, she says, I will not appear anymore on this earth. Yes, you've heard these things many times, but in the context of what's happening, where the world's going, the scriptures you just heard, and now we hear from Our Lady. She says, June 25th, 2022. Division is strong, and evil is at work in man as never 
before. The scripture says the great tribulation such as has not been since the beginning of the world until this time that we're in. I'm not saying the world's going to end tomorrow, but we're in a special time walking toward the end of the world. But yet, our lady said a great plan for the salvation of mankind. December 31st, 1981, our lady said, in answering to a question to Ivan, he said to the Queen of Peace, how to help doubting priests to understand the apparitions. Our lady said, it is necessary to tell them that from the very beginning, that's 1981, from the very beginning, I have been conveying the messages of God to the world. Not to a little country or a little village, for the world. And she continues, It is a great pity not to believe in it. For the life of me, I cannot understand. The bishops do not see we're in an Antichrist moment. The Great Tribulations. Just a few decades back, it was burgers and fries. And now, the world we have tribulations. They just had the Grammys the other night. I read a little clip about it. Madonna and another actor or singer, whoever he was. And they're attacking Christianity in a vile way. The scriptures you heard, quote, they will deliver you up to tribulations and kill you and you will be hated. And that's what they did Sunday night. The abomination has entered the temple, and our bishops are silent. They've got the messages of a lady at their hand that they've wanted them, but they don't pay no attention to them. And yet our lady says, I have been conveying the messages of God to the world. They could be preaching that, adopting that. They could do what our lady did here in the field, forming my prayer groups for the healing of this nation to grow closer to God and to me. Every bishop in the United States should have, throughout their whole diocese, to have prayer groups in every church, many of them. And it's ignored. Just like in Fatim, it was ignored. Man doesn't quit sinning. A greater war would come. I am lost about with the bishops. I do not understand it, except they're in darkness. What Our Lady's doing that she's never doing before. Because the world has never been in the situation we are right now. When Our Lady says the word never, it's not exaggeration. She means it. So we're in a period like never before. Jesus says in the scriptures, I'm coming for division. There's going to be two groups. Those who follow Satan, those who follow God. In the January 25th, 1987 message I already talked about, a lady stated that began message by saying, Dear children, behold. That means I'm about to say something big. Behold. Also today, I want to call you to start living a new life as of today. Dear children, I want you to comprehend that God has chosen each one of you in order to use you 
in a great plan for the salvation of mankind. And then our ladies tell us, you can't comprehend this. You cannot comprehend how great your role is in God's design. Then she gives you instructions what you have to do to comprehend it. Therefore, dear children, pray so that in prayer you may be able to comprehend what God's plan is in your regards. Everybody's got a plan. And we're all going to unite on one side or the other side. We know the Vatican is in Italy, and the shape of Italy is the boot. For 20-plus years, I always do a writing for the opening school, for the theme. In 2017, because of Fatima's 100th anniversary, the theme for the school was martyrs and how Christians took over the world through the Roman Empire. And don't think our lady's not coming now to get her away. Hearing a friend of Medjugorje speak tonight in the broadcast and the Bible passage which he shared with us about martyrdom has brought to mind, as a friend of Medjugorje just mentioned about the school theme that we did in 2017. Last week, we shared with you one of his school writings, and these are things that are not really written for the public. They're written for us here. They're a prophetic word for us here, a teaching something to guide our steps and our walk and following what Our Lady has shown him. And so when we share these writings with people, this is, again, things which are not really meant to be public. They're really meant for really for us. The school writing that a friend of Medjugorje did in 2017 spoke to this theme of martyrdom, but it was connected to the first message Our Lady gave him through Maria on October 6, 1986, where she told him to give a witness by his life. And Our Lady also said that he would attain what he desired. And for many years, we spoke a lot here in the community about that October 6 message. That's always been the very basic and foundational message that every person here has to live. And the word witness means martyr. And the walk that a friend of Medjugorje has had all of these years, these roses with Our Lady has literally been filled with thorns every step of the way. And so we want to share with you the school writing from 2017. What a friend of Medjugorje is sharing in this is from experience. We can understand and see as we look back today that it was actually prophecy. And every person in the world at some point in time is going to live through what's shared in the writing that you're about to hear. So this is a friend of Medjugorje's writing for our school from 2017, and he titled it, Separation is Good. First step seeds division, a breaking apart of many fractions and ways, farther and farther they grow from each other. 
The Great Separation begins to build alliances with other fractions. Slowly, the Great Separation begins to unite multiple groups to outpower other groups. The group fractions unite under the principle they must gravitate toward, involuntarily joining together to become more powerful. They become more one in propagating what they represent. From hundreds of different group fractions, separation begins to diminish their numbers. Unity of purpose begins to form these many bodies into lesser and lesser group fractions. The inescapable principle unwritten, always active, moves everything towards a destination they know not. Yet they know and feel its time begins to arrive. The moment comes out of hundreds when the great division whittles down to only two groups, two fractions of which the inescapable principle delivers them to. Welcomed or unwelcomed, it arrives. The side of light, the side of darkness, love versus hate. This principle throughout history, time and again, goes around and comes around to divide and unite men. Never in history are there so many numbers of people who will be crushed, pushed, forced into two opposing groups. A time of the witnessing of both groups whose stars will show their light or darkness to attract and complete the separation for unity. One will lose. One will prevail. The one who appears to be the weakest will grow to be the strongest and will win. There will arise a new people, a new world, a new kingdom, confounding all those in the dark, because darkness had the power to bring them before the assembly and have them martyred, both in life and by death. Yet they will grow into a kingdom, not out of armies and boundaries of land, a passing into the courts of the kingdom of the earth, unencumbered. Their belief will spread like air everywhere, unstoppable. These people will be in every breath one takes and consume the whole world. Our Lady's plans develop not by blueprints, rather by boots on the ground. Cognition of real-life experiences will bring about a time, a time of Mary, transitioning at this moment to a time of choice, a time of election, a time of selection. Choice. Election. Selection. These three elements that bring about the unity are brought down to two groups, both sides knowing who will win this battle. The nation of the boot, who arose and was empowered, who was the greatest in the world, fell not by the sword, but by the heart. The seeds of division brought to Rome by only a few began the separation. The Roman Empire, by the middle of the first century, consists of 1,000 Christians. The Roman Empire around 100 AD 
consisted of 7,500 Christians. By 300 AD, there were 6 million Christians. By 350 AD, the Roman Empire of 60 million consisted of 33 million Christians. The blood of the people of the cross, of the country of the boot, its Gentiles became with all its growing branches across the world, united to the vine, gave life and dominated and conquered the Roman Empire. Its tree produced a fruit of division that united the world before and will now again in this time achieve the same. What is martyrdom? It is defined by witness, answered by the call to separate for unity, following the heritage of the country of the boot, the people of the boot, asked into being by the lady of this time. You are chosen. You are elected. You are selected. You are the Caritas community. Elected to change the whole world. By the call in that faithful month of October. Witness by your life. A friend of Medjugorje, September 28, 2017 AD. Closing, the finality, the last stage shall be on. In our amphitheater, a spiritual history of the apparitions of the Virgin Mary, we're on a stage of the great epic battle, the final battle through the Virgin Mary and the serpent and the crushing of his head, defined by August 2nd, 1981, that a great struggle is about to unfold between my son and Satan. Human souls are at stake, and we're at the pivotal point of the baton being passed of destinies from Satan to the time of the century of the Virgin Mary.
we in a time of the world differ anything throughout history from the beginning of the world? And Our Lady is looking for witnesses. And witness means martyr. Coupled with that, Our Lady says to us, what is the greatest sacrifice? She says, the greatest sacrifice is love. The holy martyrs was able to do it because they loved. Well, I wish that for you, for Our Lady. Good night. This ends the Medjinomics broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.